listen and understand that is out there. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead. Welcome to Geek Fights. I'm Damon Shaw, and with me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us this time? Well, this time out, we've got Juan Patino. Hello! Barry Ingram. Evening, everybody. And Pete Lucas. Hello! So, what are we fighting about this time, Damon? Uh, this week's episode is rather interesting. It's a two half episodes that make a whole. It's, uh, well... Best Death and Best Resurrection. We're going to start off with Best Death, and then we're going to travel backwards in time and do Best Resurrection. Um, Mike, how do our fights here work? Well, we have an NCAA tournament-style bracket. We pit two competitors against one another and put it to a vote. Majority wins. Uh, The panel can decide the battle any way they see fit. Who, uh, who is hotter, stronger, faster, cooler. Uh, Any criteria you want, you just use Geek Logic. What's Geek Logic, Mike? Well, Geek Logic can be explained by this. If Webster's Dictionary were enlightened enough to have an entry on Geek Logic, it would define it as any argument you can use to back up your choice. You define the terms any way you like, as long as it supports your claim and makes sense to you. And that's Geek Logic. <laughs> we're we're going to jump right into our fights right now. Uh, Juan, this one is yours. It is T-800 from T-2 versus Ripley from Alien 3. Okay, to be quite honest with you, I was so scared of Alien, Alien franchise in general, I didn't want to watch it. But I did see the death scene, and I did watch the T-800 from T-2 die. And I'm going to have to go with the T-800. All right, vote for T-800. Mike? Uh, I'm going to agree. The T-800 went out uh, with a big old thumbs up, so uh, I'm going to give him a thumbs up here. You know, I would, but something has to be said for Ripley, knowing that she has a a chestburster in her and deciding to dive into boiling molten lava, and as she's doing that, it bursts out of her chest. She grabs it and holds it in and then just... You know, dies. I like that death, so I'm going to go with Ripley. Uh, Barry? Well, there was nobody uh, better than Arnold Schwarzenegger to play an android, and I don't think anybody ever played a Terminator in death or could play a Terminator death better than Arnold Schwarzenegger, but the Ripley scene was a whole lot cooler for what Damon pointed out about grabbing the chest burster as it burst out of her chest and saving the planet or whatever. So I vote Ripley. Uh, vote for Ripley. It's all tied up and going to you, Pete. Well, you know, my initial thought was the T-800, and then I realized that that was the Schwarzenegger character. Uh, I would have liked to have seen the T-1000 on the uh, the Beth death, list, death list, because when it comes up and it's gone through the metamorphosis, I'll tell you what, that really got me. But uh, the T-800, he just kind of goes in and accepts his fate. I got to kind of go with Ripley on this one. All right, Ripley wins, and we are moving on. Mike, this one is yours. It is Spock versus Old Yeller. 
You know, I, I have a confession to make. I've never actually seen Old Yeller, uh, but I have seen Star Trek II um, seven times in the theater, countless times on video, and uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Spock. Vote for Spock. And as much as I love Spock's death scene, I have been and always shall be your friend. Oh, I'm dying. The old Yeller death scene is so much more hardcore. Because not only does old Yeller, I believe he fights a puma and a bear, he ends up getting rabies, and then Timmy, or whatever the boy's name, has to go out back with a shotgun and shoot his own dog in the face. So I, I got to go with old Yeller. I love you, Spock, but the old Yeller one still gets me. Uh, Barry. Uh, normally, I think it would be an easy one with Spock, with the uh, with the, just the value that it is to the Star Trek franchise. But Old Yeller, I've I've had dogs all my life, and I've got to tell you, I cried like a bitch whenever uh, I see that uh, scene. So I got to vote for Old Yeller. A vote for Old Yeller, Pete. Well, you know, I was I was young when I saw Old Yeller, and yes, I cried. But I have to say, for an emotional impact for me. It has to be Spock. I was a little bit older when I saw it. I could understand better. And, uh, you know, I, I think I cried during that scene, too. So I got to give it to Spock. All right. It's all tied up and going to you, Juan. I am and never shall be your friend. Wins for me. Um, I don't like dogs. want to kick the puppy over the uh, highway overpass. Spock wins. Ouch. Spock wins in a nail-biter. On to our next fight. It is Mr. Hooper from Sesame Street. Versus Alexandra Borgia from Law and Order. Uh, Mr. Hooper is probably the first time I ever saw anything die in any real way that wasn't a relative. And it was kind of traumatic. But Alexandra Borgia died, I don't know, what, four or five years ago by choking on her own vomit in a trunk after being beaten half to death. So I've got to go with Alexandra Borgia, mainly because I don't think she's actually going to win. Uh, Barry. Mr. Hooper was indeed a very touching uh, scene, touching uh, death for all the children that watch Sesame Street. But as a Law and Order fan, I have to vote for Ale- Alexandra Borgia simply because of the aftermath of a death and the can- relative cans of whoop ass that it opened. So I'm voting for Alexandra Borgia. Uh, vote for Alexandra Borgia, Pete. You know, I am a Law & Order fan, and I vaguely recall that episode, but you know what? I was an adult. I, I hadn't watched Sesame Street in years when I heard that Mr. Hooper died, and I still shed a tear. And I remember actually wanting to see the episode afterwards when they were talking about his death. I got to go with Mr. Hooper. A vote for Mr. Hooper. Juan. Oh, my God. Mr. Hooper's dead? <laughs> no! <laughs> Yeah, that was almost 30 years ago. Shut up. <laughs> Mr. Hooper, Mr. Hooper wins. I don't even know who Alexandria Borgia is. You know, he'd be 100 years old now. Uh, Mike. You know, I will uh, I will go ahead and vote for Mr. Hooper as well. Uh, I'm not a big Law & Order fan. Uh, I'm not really a fan of police procedurals, nor am I a fan of uh, legal dramas. So you put them together, and that's two great tastes I don't give a shit about. All right, Mr. Hooper wins. On to our next fight. Barry, this one is yours. It is Duala from Battlestar Galactica versus Mr. Body from Clue. Um, There are not enough words in the universe that can describe how much I hate the game Clue. When I was 
play with my cousins, they always wanted to play stupid board games and always wanted to play Star Trek. And uh, so just for that reason alone, I'm voting for Duala. Vote for Duala. Pete. Well, you know, I was never a Battlestar Galactica fan. I prefer my uh, futuristic fiction to be a little more utopian because I like to think we'll have our shit together by then. <laughs> um, I got to go for Mr. Body. Well, technically Galactica's the past. Yeah, it was like 150,000 years ago. Juan. I'm going to have to go with Mr. Body because he was Mr. Body. <laughs> he brought the gifts for everybody to kill each other with and he ended up dying himself. <laughs> Mr. Body. Vote for Mr. Body. Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for Duala. Uh, you know, I, I never... I, I like the game, Clue, but uh, the movie uh, has, is entertaining. It's got its, its faults, but uh, Duala's death just really had had a serious impact, and uh, I'll explain a little bit more in the next round why I'm picking Duala. Oh, you're just assuming that Duala's going to make it to the next round? It's all tied up, and it's coming to me. I could go with Mr. Body just to fuck you over. You do realize that. Yeah, but uh, I know how much you like Duala's death. Oh, Duala's death. Duala's death is so, so hardcore. Mr. Body. Mr. Body. Mr. Body. No, there's no way I can vote for Mr. Body. It's it's Duala. It's Duala all day, all night. Duala was one of the first people you wanted to put on this list, so I knew how you were voting. Oh, yeah. Duala, Duala, Duala. On to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is Gwen Stacy from Spider-Man versus Superman from, well, Superman. You know, this is this is a real tough one for me. Um, I, 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 this, this one was so tough, I cannot even put it into words. I, I was out of comic books when Superman died. I was just starting college. I had no freaking money to buy comic books anymore. So I... I wasn't able to get it first run. I had wound up picking it up a couple years later. And when I was reading that comic book, I, I, I shed a tear when I saw all the all the uh, other heroes around the body and Lois Lane holding the battered, bruised Superman. Um, Gwen Stacy, it was a pivotal moment in Spider-Man's development, uh, particularly since I don't think it's spoiling anything that Spider-Man killed Gwen Stacy, even though it was by accident. Um, but, you know, but when I had read that storyline, I, I, was, I was young. I, I wasn't as interested in the characters. I mean, I enjoyed the books, but, you know, I, I, it didn't grip me like it did when I was older. I got to give the edge to Superman on that one. A vote for Superman. Juan. Okay, can you hear me? Yep. Superman. <laughs> he is a hero that we should all be looking up to. He's the goal that we should all be trying to attain. Gwen Stacy, granted, she's a loved one. She passed away, whatever. Superman, as an, as an ideology, as an idea, him passing is huge because that means that the bad people want to win. That means that, that the bad people have an edge. And I think that Superman passing is a huge thing. So I think you, Superman wins on that one. A vote for Superman. Mike? You know, I'm going to give it to Superman also. Uh, Gwen Stacy is a much more important death in, uh, in Spider-Man's story. Um, in many ways, it is a more important death 
in the history of comics. Uh, some people signal it as the end of the Silver Age. Um, but by the time I had really encountered Spider-Man comics, Gwen was already dead. And uh, it was always something that had happened in the past, whereas Superman's was something that I actually could uh, experience when it happened. It was such an, an enormous sensation, one of the highest-selling comic books of all time. And, uh, you know, I've still got two copies of that black bag thing, and those have got to be worth, what, like a million dollars by now? <laughs> so I'm voting Superman. And uh, you are all wrong. It's Gwen Stacy. It's Gwen Stacy because... It's the first time a comic book hero fails. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you failed to catch the bad guy kind of failing. I'm talking about actually failing to save the damsel in distress. He doesn't do it. He tries, and he messes up, and she breaks her neck, and she dies. Superman, in his death, he still saves the day because he's Superman. He, he punches Doomsday at the same time, and all the windows in Metropolis shatter, and they both go down dead. But Gwen Stacy pretty much affected all of comic books because it made it okay for a, villain, uh, for a hero to fail. Up until that point, the hero always eventually succeeded. Gwen Stacy has not come back. She will probably never come back. I think that is probably the only comic book death that's going to stay that way. And as I say that, someone is writing a Gwen Stacy return story. But uh-huh. I'm going Gwen Stacy. Uh, Barry? Um, I think I've got to go with Gwen Stacy, too, because what? one of the things that I liked about Spider-Man was his flawed character, and that was one of his flaws. Uh, and uh, besides, uh, if, uh, if uh, they don't kill uh, Gwen Stacy, then Spider-Man doesn't hook up with uh, MJ and uh, the... Uh, proverbial a train wreck of a domestic life he has with her. So I'll vote for Gwen Stacy. A vote for Gwen Stacy, but unfortunately Superman is moving on, and we are on our next fight. Juan, this is yours. It is Sun and Jin from Lost versus Kirk's dad from the new movie. <clears throat> now, I don't mind telling you that Lost lost me very early on. I tried watching it. I tried keeping up. I would jump in and out, and it just wasn't working for me. Kirk's dad. Now that's a death. Not only did he die himself, but he was protecting the people that he cared about and he was captain for what? 12, 13 minutes, whatever. And he saved 300 people. I have to say that Kirk's dad has the win on that one. Alright, a vote for Kirk's dad. Mike? I will second everything Juan said uh, and add on to that. uh, Yeah, I never really watched Lost, so I don't know who those people are. Yeah, I understand that nobody watched Lost, but Word. if you watch, well, nobody on the panel, I should say, but if you did watch Lost, uh, Sun and no. Jin's death is pretty hardcore. Um, basically, Sun and Jin, throughout the, from season like two and a half on, are separated in time. They can't find each other. Sun thinks Jin is dead. Jin thinks Sun is dead. The, like an episode before they die, they finally get together. So four seasons of them being separated, they finally get together. They're getting off the island. They're in a submarine. A bomb goes off. Uh, Sun gets trapped. It's going down. They're going to drown. Jin is trying to get her out, and he can't. And everybody's like, come on, we've got to go. I'm sorry, Jin, we've got to go. And uh, they, they, Jin is like, nope, sorry. I'm going to stay with my wife. I, I, I haven't seen her in four years. I'm not leaving her. And he decides you know what I, to drown with her. You know what I just heard? 
Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm still giving my vote to Sonny Jin, damn it. <laughs> Barry? Um, Sun and Jen's death is hardcore, but I've got to throw my vote to Kirk's dad because his was so hardcore in that as he was piloting the ship uh, to its destruction, he had time to uh, name his infant son. Yes. So I've got to go with Kirk's dad. Yes. And Pete? You know, I have to give it to a guy who goes down fighting. Not only is he standing up to the enemy, he saves 800 people in the process. i got to go with Kirk's dad. Hells yeah. Kirk's dad wins. Uh, Mike, this fight is yours. It is Dumbledore versus the Wicked Witch of the West. Uh, yeah, I thought this was interesting. They're both uh, magic users. Uh, the Wicked Witch's death, um, I, I think, is particularly interesting because, as everybody knows, she is one of the aliens from Signs. So she uh, can be destroyed by water. But uh, I think um, uh, I'm going to go Dumbledore. I think uh, his death had uh, was was a lot more important, a lot more symbolic. Um, you know, it's really the point at which uh, Harry is on his own. And uh, at least in the books, the uh, the point where he uh, he cast the spell on Harry and and Harry's uh, you know. The spell is broken at the moment of his death, and that's uh, that's such a clever kind of take in, on on how to portray someone dying. I'll vote for Dumbledore, and uh, I'm going to give a vote to Dumbledore too. I, I, for the book one, uh, the movie death is okay. Uh, it's a little, it's slightly different because you know there's an exchange with Harry and Snape before he Snape goes and kills him. There is no exchange in the book. It's just. Harry, frozen under his cloak of invisibility, unable to help, watching Dumbledore die. And then the 20 or 30 pages where you're like, well, you know, he's a, he's a wizard. He's going to come back, right? Right? Gandalf did it. Where, why isn't Dumbledore coming back? So i got to give my vote to Dumbledore. Uh, Barry? I've got to throw my vote to Wicked Witch of the West for the simple reason that unless there were some really screwed up succession laws in Oz, uh, she had those slippers stolen from her by Dorothy, who was a thief, and the good witch, who's also a thief. She was just trying to get what was rightfully hers back and got killed just trying to uh, trying to uh, thwart the thievery that was perpetrated against her. So I am voting for the Wicked Witch of the West. All right, I vote for the Wicked Witch. Uh, Pete? Uh, you know, I always thought the death of the Wicked Witch of the West was kind of silly. Um, I got to give it to Dumbledore, even though I haven't actually made it that far in the books or the movies yet. Oops, sorry. <laughs> well, uh, it's, okay. it's okay. I knew I knew about it a week after it happened, after the book came out. But uh, Juan, okay. So Alfaba, the Wicked Witch of the West, had it hard her whole life, having to bathe in milk and all that kind of stuff, and she was misunderstood because she was green. And all that good stuff. Can you hear me? Definitely can hear you. Okay. So, but then Dumbledore, being Harry's father figure, not only his first father figure, but maybe like the most consistent that he's had in his whole life. When he passes, it's like a huge thing on Harry's character. It's like a a large bomb in the whole world of Harry Potter. That not only did he lose his godfather, now he lost his his father figure, his main father figure, Dumbledore. 
I have to think that that death has more value to it than the Wicked Witch of the West, who was just some screaming brat who didn't get her ruby slippers. All right, Dumbledore wins. On to the last fight of this round. It's Tony Montana from Scarface versus Sony Corleone from The Godfather. And uh, I've got to go with Tony Montana because that's an awesome death scene. Just just firing <laughs> guns off, cocaine all over his face. That shit is so awesome. I've got to go with that one. Barry? I've got to go with Tony Montana, too, because he died in a gun battle, and Sonny Corleone was just kind of sitting there and shot up in his car. So in terms of uh, sheer excitement and thrills, it's uh, Mr. Montana. All right, Pete. Uh, Sonny, that was the one that was uh, James Kahn, wasn't it? Yep. In The Godfather? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, you know, I've seen that clip. I never actually made it through the entire uh, movie, um, but... I remember watching Scarface repeatedly when I was a, uh, a young adult and probably too young to be seeing that movie, but uh, I-, I saw it a few times. And uh, that just final death where the guys are charging in the building and he comes out with that machine gun, face covered in coke. I got to give it to Tony Montana. Uh, Tony Montana. Uh, Juan. Say hello to my love friend. <laughs> really? Seriously, how can you, like, like put that against anything not only did he like make sure that he stuck his nose in a big mound of coke and then grabbed a, 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 an assault rifle I can't see how that death compares to anybody else dude went out fighting you know he was high as hell <laughs> he had a big fucking gun and he called his little friend I gotta give it to Tony Montana Okay, is it a bad clean- accent and all? Bad <laughs> accent and all. I got to give it to Tony Montana. Is it a clean sweep, Mike? It is not. Okay. I uh, I'm going to vote for Sonny Corleone. Uh, while while Tony's death is a spite, a lot more fun. Uh, it, it's also much like the movie, kind of broad and over the top and out there. Whereas uh, Sonny's death is is really key to the Godfather movies because that's what puts Michael Corleone in charge essentially and uh, and thus begins the the real saga of the Godfather uh, but unfortunately uh, Tony Montana wins again I love Tony Montana uh, we're at the halfway point kind of the episode uh, we've started something new uh, where we do what's your geek cred and we ask the panel a couple questions or let them tell us who they are. And we're going to start off with you, Juan. What is your geek cred, sir? You're muted. Uh, okay, no, I'm not muted. Okay, <laughs> I am a bilingual ed tech. I work for Detroit Public Schools. I teach a computer class. I teach computer content um, for grades 1st uh, through 8th. Uh, aside from that, I also work with the Office of English Language Learners and Global Languages. And I personally... Love all kinds of comic books, specifically archetypical heroes like Superman and um, Captain America and all that. I may not collect them, but I enjoy their stories. I also love science fiction movies in general. I'm a big fan of Dune. Star Wars always wins. Star Trek sucks. Um, But (laughs) they can win sometimes. 
And um, I'm a big music geek. I used to work in the music industry, specifically with Latin music, but I'm a big fan of music in general, in all walks of life, from country music all the way to R&B and hip-hop, old-school Motown. I worked in radio, and um, I love all that stuff. Rock on! Big- Rock on! Thank you very much, Juan. Barry, what is your geek cred? Well, by daytime, I have the incredibly boring job of prosecuting insurance fraud. And what makes me a geek, I guess, that makes people look at me and say, Dead Boy is a geek, is I dress up in a Klingon uniform and stuff and go to conventions and that sort of thing. Um, I love all things science fiction. I love reading science fiction books. Uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, The Usual Suspects, and uh, just uh, just love the genre. And and you're in Louisiana, right? Correct. South Louisiana, in the bayou. In the bayou. Yeah, because uh, all of us here are in the metro Detroit area. And uh, Barry is another member of the Legion of Geeks. For those of you that don't know, that's our listener army, which is, well, you, the folks that are listening. Uh, Pete, what is your geek cred? Well, before I give you my geek cred, I just want to say hi to a friend of mine out in Texas that uh, has been listening lately, Heather. She, uh, she works with monkeys out at a university out there, and uh, because of her uh, influence, not only do they have a Doctor Who line of monkeys, they also have a Star Wars, X-Men, and Buffy line. So these wow. are all monkeys named after uh, characters from the different... Uh, it's actually kind of awesome. It is, That's it is. really it awesome. is very cool. <laughs> a Doctor Who line of monkeys? Yes, yes. So there's a Doctor can, Monkey? Can I join the fan club? There's, there's a Doctor Monkey, and apparently the Doctor's offsprings are named <laughs> Tardis and the Master. Nice. And uh, apparently the, uh, the, um, the one named Doctor Who had uh, made off with one of the babies when she was trying to feed it or something, so she was running around <laughs> the cage going... Doctor Who, give me the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. But what is your geek cred? Not Heather's. Uh, my geek cred is uh, I'm, I'm actually a probably one of the few people, at least uh, that I know of in the area, who is a second-generation geek. My father was a, uh, a geek. He was a musician. He was in the comic books. He was in the toys and science fiction. And I kind of picked up my love of the genres from him. I learned to read on comic books. I have amassed a pretty substantial comic and toy and non-sport card collection, along with movie posters and uh, pretty much uh, whatever I can get a hold of that I like. Uh, What do you do for a living there, Pete? Uh, I actually uh, have a couple of jobs. I work in a salon part-time, and I sell on eBay. All right, let's get to know your geeks or, uh, you know, what's your geek cred. And we're, we're jumping right back into the battle, right into the, the great eight, because this is a half episode, kind of. Uh, Barry, this one is yours. It is Ripley from Alien 3 versus Spock. Well, that is a tough one there. Um, I've always liked the Alien franchises, and Ripley in particular, for being such a, such a strong and heroic uh, figure even in death. But I've got to give it to Spock, because if he doesn't die, then the Enterprise is destroyed. They're not able to save the world from the whale probe. The Earth is destroyed, and we are not uh, graced with the awesomeness that is Benjamin Sisko. So thanks to Spock, we have uh, Sisko, so I've got to vote for Spock. A vote for Spock. Pete. 
Um, you know, I, I actually didn't see Alien 3, I have to admit. I wasn't uh, too keen on uh, the second one, and I really had no desire to see the third one. Um, like I said before, Spock, the Spock death just, just touched me at a young age. I guess still got to stick with Spock. Did he touch you in your butthole? All right, Juan. <laughs> so that was Mr. Sulu. <laughs> testies, testies, oh, yeah. can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> okay, just got to make sure. I got to go with Spock, homie. Um, Spock's death was really awesome and amazing as far as deaths go. And uh, it's one that stuck stuck with me, and I remember it like years, years and years after I've actually seen the movie. I got to go with Spock. A vote for Spock. Mike? You know, back in those days before the internet, before uh, the kind of communication lines that fandom had, I had no idea what was coming. Uh, I went into that movie thinking it was a Star Trek movie, and uh, I had no clue that Spock was going to die at the end. So when it happened, I was just completely floored, and there have been very few deaths uh, since then that have not been spoiled beforehand, and certainly none that that have been as shocking and surprising as that. So I'm going to go with Spock. Vote for Spock. And uh, I'm going to make it a quick clean sweep. Uh, Ripley's death is cool, and I like Ripley and all, but yeah, i got to go Spock. Just, Just easily Spock. And we're moving on to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is Mr. Hooper versus Duala. Uh Okay, well, uh, as, uh, can previously, as was previously noted, uh, I'm not a big BSG fan. Uh, I got to go with Mr. Hooper. A vote for Mr. Hooper. Juan. Okay, who is this Duala? It's a cool sounding name, but it's not as effective as uh, Mr. Hooper. Mr. Hooper seriously made me sad when I found found out that dude died. Um, Sesame Street is a big part of my life, you know, from growing up watching PBS Kids and then having to teach with PBS Kids as a tool. Mr. Hooper is a big, huge part of that. So I got to go with Mr. Hooper. I don't even know who the hell Duala is. A vote for Mr. Hooper. Uh, Mike, time for telling people who Duala is. Well, I... Uh the, the point where Duala died was really kind of uh, interesting for me. Uh, they they show her going through having uh, you know what seems to be a wonderful day after after uh, the, the horrible tragedies that they had gone through on the show, and uh, she gets to the point she's looking in the mirror, she's brushing her hair, and she picks up a gun and blows her brains out. Now this happens so quickly. How is that awesome? So quickly Sorry. and unexpectedly that I'm, I'm watching the TV. She's brushing her hair. I look down. I look back up, and her brains are splattered across her locker. And I'm thinking, well, who the hell just ran in there and shot Duala in the head? <laughs> and I had absolutely no idea until I rewound it and was like, holy shit, she just killed herself. And it And it was so unexpected and out of the blue, yet so appropriate considering what she had just gone through and what all of them had gone through. And really, one of the things that I liked about Battlestar Galactica was there was always that feeling of anybody could really die at any moment. There was all, It always seemed like the, the safety net that characters have in other shows was not present there. And I think this was a good example of that. So I'm voting for Diwala. Wait, was this the BSG where Apollo was a girl? No, not Apollo, Starbuck, yes. Starbuck was a girl? 
<clears throat> yes. That sucks. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Duala's death, and I'm I'm voting for Duala too. Uh, it was more of a they got to Earth. They they accomplished their goal, and they found out that Earth is a wasteland that they can't live on, and now they have to run from Cylons again, and they have nowhere to go. Their whole purpose for being is now gone. And Duala in the episode is the shining ray of hope. She she's meeting with her husband. They have dinner. They have fun. They go to dancing. The, 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 she is a, a beacon of hope in the episode. She's smiling and happy. And then she takes a gun and blows out her brains because the despair of the situation that they're in is so just just horrible that the only thing she could think of doing was going out and having the best day of her life and then killing herself because she saw no future. And I've got to give a vote to Duala just for that. Barry, it's all tied up and going to you. And I've got to throw it to Duala for just the sheer emotional impact of it and all the reasons that uh, Mike and Damon said about just taking you way, way high and then just smacking you down just unbelievably. I, I, I just just was in shock whenever I saw it. And and I think for that reason, I've got to vote uh, Duala for best death. Duala is moving on. And Juan, this one is yours. It is the Man of Steel Superman versus Kirk's Daddy. What? <laughs> what? Superman versus Kirk's Daddy? Yep. Oh, that's not fair. Never is. What's your vote? No, it's not fair. Okay, um, I'm going to have to go with Superman. A vote? Because Superman is more the ideal than Kirk's dad is, although Kirk's dad's death was very noble and honorable. I have to go with Superman. A vote for Superman's death. Mike? Uh, I'm going to go with Superman also, because uh, even though there was certainly a, a, a great heroic aspect to Kirk's dad's death and, and his death... In that movie, you know, really is the the start of the the new timeline that uh, that is the the new Star Trek. Uh, at the end of the day, he basically just let the computer shoot and then crashed the ship into the into the other ship. And you know, no, 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 I, I no, could kind of do that. The computer didn't work, man. The computer didn't work. That's why he, he was stay. he was not firing all those guns. He was sitting at the captain's seat. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, noble, but, you know, anybody could have done it. So, uh, Superman. A vote for Superman. And I'm going to vote for Kirk's dad because, you're right, anybody could have done it. But in that five-minute scene, we actually care about Kirk's dad. We care that he dies. And to to have that emotional resonance with me after five minutes... Five minutes. That's all we see the guy for. Because I don't remember from the original series. I don't even know if he appeared in the original series. He might have been mentioned. I just know that from that from that five minutes, I was on the verge of tears because it was such a beautiful, I love you, I love you so much, I love you, and just dead. So I got to go Kirk's dad. Barry? I think I've got to stay true to my uh, Star Trek fandom and vote for Kirk. Uh, the The... I've got to say, just the music during that death scene was just awesome. I, I've got a soundtrack, and and I just think that 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 score during his death uh, just just brings it all together. So I'm voting for Kirk's dad. A vote for Kirk's dad. It's all tied up and going to you, Pete. 
Okay. I, I first of all, I don't think uh, Mike was right. I don't think anybody could have done that. I'll tell you what. If I was on that ship, I would have been the first one on the escape pod. I'll admit it. Um, that being said, I got to go with the sheer numbers here. Uh, Kirkstad saved maybe eight hundred people. Superman saved the frickin' Earth. Superman wins. Superman moving on. Mike, this fight is yours. It is Dumbledore versus Tony Montana. I'm sorry, I just saw that physical fight in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Machine guns and wands. Exactly. You know, I think my money's going to be on wands, actually. Uh, I'm going to stick with Dumbledore. Um, again, his death had had more meaning. Uh, Tony Montana was fun, but uh, basically he was just a the bad guy getting taken down and Dumbledore is the the kind of the final step in the hero becoming his own man and uh, and also Dumbledore's gay <laughs> okay a vote for gay Dumbledore I don't know what that has to do with anything um, I'm going to vote for Dumbledore as well because I really did while reading the book because uh, I read the book the day or, or two before uh, at, when it came out. So I didn't know Dumbledore dies at page whatever, whatever. I didn't know he was going to die. So I'm reading the book and then he dies and it's like 30 pages before the end. So I'm like, OK, I'm just going to read the rest of the book because Dumbledore will pop back up before the end of the book. And the funeral happens. And I'm like, OK, Dumbledore is going to pop back now. He doesn't pop back. It even went so far that when I read the first few pages, first few chapters of Deathly Hollows, I was thinking Dumbledore would rise from the dead there, and he never does. That that death really hits home with me. So I got to go Dumbledore. Barry, um, I don't really got. I never got really got into the Harry Potter stuff, and we've got a death by magic versus a death by machine gun. And I've got to vote with Death by Machine Gun. A vote for Death by Machine Gun, Pete. Uh, you know, Tony Montana was good, and it was shocking, kind of shocking at the time because I was young, but uh, I think I got to still give it to Dumbledore. Still giving a vote to Dumbledore? Juan, where does your vote lie? Okay, Machine Guns are kind of awesome. Big mountains of Coke and a big old Coke mustache is kind of cool, too, but... Dumbledore's death is pretty fucking awesome. I mean, dude knew it was coming. He had already made arrangements for for Snape to make make the final blow so that nobody else would have to. Sorry for the spoilers. But seriously, you should have read the book by now. And um, I have to go with Dumbledore. A vote for Dumbledore. Dumbledore into the final four. And we, we, are, we are here. We are at the final four. We've got Spock versus Duala. Going up against Superman, Superman versus Dumbledore, uh, and we're gonna go right in. Uh, Pete, you're gonna start this one. Spock Uh-oh. versus Duala. I know, I know where you're going. <laughs> Am I that transparent? Um, I gotta go with Spock. Yep, easy, easy as it, as it is. Uh, Juan. Spock, dude. I don't even know who Duala is. I'm not even gonna lie anymore. Uh, what is that? What is that show again? No, I don't know that. <laughs> Spock, homie, Spock. A vote for Spock, Mike. Uh, this this is actually kind of tough for me. Uh, Spock is you know one of my is actually my favorite uh, Star Trek character, um, and 
his his death is a heroic death. It's it's his Kobayashi Maru. Um, but Spock died not really to serve uh, the the story so much as because Nimoy wanted out, and uh, that always taints it for me. So I'm actually going to do something that I even think is unexpected and vote for Duala. Wow! Vote for Duala. Um, you know, I love Star Trek. I love I. I can almost I can almost do the whole Spock's death scene. I know uh, Vernon Wilmer and uh, Chad Randall used to do it all the time when they were ridiculously drunk, but they would do it word for word through a sliding glass door. It was beautiful. But I've got to I've still got to go with Duala. I mean, I, I'm now remembering how empty I felt when she died, and 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 to be able to do that. It, it, they, they they gave you the the feeling that everybody else on that ship was feeling. Everybody else, the rest of the human race was feeling from Duala pulling the trigger on herself. That, that that's how they all felt. And I got to go Duala, and it's all tied up and going to you, Barry. Oh boy. Well, one of the things about uh, Battlestar that we learned pretty quick is that you can always expect the unexpected. So while Duala's death was uh, indeed shocking, I guess it wasn't terribly out of character with the show I never, never, never would have thought in a million years that they would have killed off Spock and because they did it in such a such a, 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 a heart-wrenching scene um, that I've seen that movie dozens of times and, and it just still uh, gets me there so I've got to put Spock in the final Spock is in the final let's see who he's going to go up against and Barry, I'm going to give you this one to you it's Superman versus Dumbledore Whoa, Superman and Dumbledore. Um, like I said, I don't know a whole lot about Dumbledore, so I'll just go ahead and make this quick and say Superman. A vote for Superman, Pete. Uh, you know, Dumbledore's a strong character, but I, I just got to stick with my childhood uh, hero and go with Superman. A vote for the Superman. Juan? Superman. For soups, Mike. You know I'm gonna stick with Superman. Wow, just 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 everybody piling on because Superman's so great. His death was so influential. Uh, no, I hate Superman. I, I've always hated Superman. I will always hate Superman, and I will not vote for Superman. I will not vote for him in this instance. Maybe in the next round, I don't know. But I, I, I've got to throw my uh, vote for Dumbledore because I still think that death is still. Way way better than Superman. Superman's was commercialized, and he came back, what, a year and a half later? Dumbledore is still dead. He's still dead. Superman, he was never dead. He just needed to recharge. But Superman is going on into the finals, and we've got our final pairing. It is Spock versus Superman in the mano a mano fight to see who had a better death. Both of them have come back from the dead after dying. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start this one off. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take the helm on this one. Um, and I don't like Superman. Uh, I, his death was cool. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, the animated, uh, I think it was Death of Superman or, or Superman Doomsday, was really cool. But I, I still got to go with Spock because there's something about moving pictures and, and that emotion that they actually give to you 
through through seeing somebody crying or dying or a fat man in a kilt playing Amazing Grace. So I've got to go with Spock. Barry? I've got to go with Spock, too. Um, Superman, the, the, the scene in the comic with his cape torn and fluttering on, a, on the flagpole or whatever it was is just about as moving as a comic book could, could, could get you. But, uh, but Spock, uh, Spock just, uh, I've got to throw it to Spock. A vote for Spock. Pete. Wow. Spock versus Superman. Uh, I kind of figured it would come down to this. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I got to give it to Superman. A vote for the Man of Steel. Juan. What? <laughs> got to vote between Superman and Spock? Yep. Okay, now mind you, I have a great respect for Spock and his logic mind, and you are and always ever be, will be my friend and all that stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But Superman, the icon, he dies. And everybody's like, whoa, for reals? Spock is kind of like, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like telegraphing. Yeah, he died, but he's going to come back. Don't be scared. He's going to be okay. Superman, I'm not so sure. They got all these imposters showing up after he dies and all this other stuff. And everybody's like, whoa, what happened to Superman? I got to go with Superman. Because Spock is kind of not so awesome. Spock, not so awesome. But it is all tied up and going to you, Mike. Two for Spock, two for Superman. Who do you have? Ouch. Superman, Superman, Superman. Superman, Um, Superman. Well, as I said before, you know, Spock's death was just a... A, a way for for Nimoy to get away from a character that that he had been typecast as, dun, dun, but dun, Superman's dun. death was really the height of cheap '90s marketing in comics, and really only happened dun, dun, because they dun. were going to do a wedding and they had to postpone it because of the TV series. So, in many ways, his death kind of embodies many of the things that I don't like about comic books. So uh, it's almost a which is a cheaper, crappier death to me. So I'm actually going to give it to Superman, though, because his return in the comics, I thought, was was actually really good, actually much better than his death. And uh, Search for Spock was actually kind of crappy. So I'll give it to Superman. Thank you, Juan. That is correct. (laughs) Superman has won the best death of all time. Uh, That was unexpected. I was not expecting that. I didn't think Superman was going to make it out of the first round, tell you the truth. Neither did I until you voted for him. Superman is awesome. I knew it was all over then. I was like, God damn it, Mike. You took him out. It was should have been Gwen Stacy. <laughs> but Superman wins. Uh, we actually have to wrap it up pretty quickly because we've got a whole other half of the episode coming up. Uh, so I will ask folks for their plugs. Juan, what do you have to plug? Zengeek.net for Good. all of your web hosting needs. Could you spell that out? Zen. Z-E-N-G-E-E-K dot N-E-T. Zengeek.net. All right. Por todos los servicios de internet que necesitan, pueden ir al zengeek.net. Thank you for bilingualing it up at the end of the episode. If they word, if they only spoke Spanish, they would have stopped like half hour ago. I will warn you right now. Next time, we'll be all in Spanish. I don't care if you understand or not. <laughs> That's fine. 
Barry, <laughs> do you have anything that you would like to plug? Um, just eat Louisiana crawfish. Eat Louisiana crawfish. That is right if you eat crawfish. I'm not a really big fan of crawfish. Word. Uh, Pete. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I'm in the process of thinning out my collection because it has kind of overtaken the house. Um, it's uh, in the uh, dining room, the kitchen, the spare bedroom, the office, the basement. Um, so uh, if you're looking for any toys, comic books, or action figures or trading cards, uh, look me up on eBay at Dion's Playground. Spell it. D-I-O-N-S-P-L-A-Y-G-R-O-U-N-D. All right. That is all for Best Death, but now it's time to rise from the ashes. We'll be back right after this for Best Resurrection. And, uh, you know, for all of you who were really rooting for Spock, he he uh, is uh, in the Best Resurrection battle as well, so he has a chance to lose there, too. Boom. <laughs> Boom. All right. We'll be back right after this. Unicorns, I love them. 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 Welcome back. We are back. Uh, we've got a whole new panel. We just did Death, and uh, I, I really can't believe that. Superman. One. How about you, Mike? Do you believe that? Superman. One. Well, uh, I, I, I guess I do believe uh, that. Superman. One, since I voted for them. Uh, well, I, I guess you would have had to. Uh, but like I said, we've got a whole new panel. This is the second half of the episode. We're doing Best Resurrection right now. Um, we've got a whole new panel. Mike, could you introduce the panel? Well, we've got with us tonight Drunk Karen. Hey. Brian, Town- <laughs> Brian Townsend. Ashalabalekum. And Jason Grade. Hello. All right, we're going to jump right into Best Resurrection right now. Starting off with you, Karen. It is Duncan Idaho from Dune versus Kenny from South Park. All right, uh, my vote here is Duncan Idaho. He gets resurrected over and over again for the whims of, the, of uh, I guess it was Paul II, the, the big sandworm half-human guy who keeps rolling on him and killing him. And they take little bits of his DNA and re- resurrect him. All right. And Kenny just dies. A vote for Duncan Idaho. Uh, Mike. Oh, my God. I picked Kenny. You bastards. <laughs> okay. Um, I, you know what? I'm going to throw a vote to Duncan Idaho. Uh, Kenny does die a lot. His resurrection was pretty cool, but... Uh, uh, from what Karen has told me, the Duncan Idaho one is pretty cool, too, so I'll go with Duncan Idaho. Brian? I'm going to be Kenny, uh, primarily because his death and resurrection becomes ubiquitous. It gets to the point where nobody actually even comments on it, except for the fact that he dies. That's kind of cool. Okay. It's not the best resurrection. <laughs> sure it is. Nobody even cares. It's like, oh, Kenny's back. He died a horrible death last episode, but he's in this episode. Cool. All right. So, Brian, going with Kenny. It's all tied up and going to you there, Jason. Who do you have? 
Yeah, I don't even think they even bother to mention that Kenny dies anymore. I haven't heard, oh my god, you killed Kenny, you bastards, for years. Well, he hasn't uh, died in I, a while. And I still watch every episode of South Park, so uh, I'm actually going to go with Kenny on the grounds that Kenny actually dies and is resurrected, whereas Duncan is cloned. So it's but not they really forced him to, to know his memories. That, that is resurrection. Oh, okay, fine. It is a resurrection, but unfortunately, Kenny... Outrage. 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 Not that read an entire Dune book, it's not. (laughs) Kenny wins, and we are moving on. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. It is Doc Brown from Back to the Future versus Lois Lane from Superman the Movie. Uh, Both of these, though, not uh, explicitly resurrections, are are certainly back from the dead, and both of them are uh, due to time travel, but with Doc Brown, the... uh, the source of the time traveler is a or source of the time travel rather is a relatively cool DeLorean, but Lois Lane, uh, Superman turns back the fucking world, so that's pretty awesome. I'm going to go with Lois Lane. A vote for Lois. Um, yeah, you know it is really really cool that Superman starts flying around the Earth backwards as fast as he can to get the Earth spinning as fast as it can backwards to turn back time, but that shit won't work. Yeah, I understand that the DeLorean doesn't work either, but I, I just love the moment where he shows the bulletproof vest to Marty, so I've got to go with Doc Brown. Uh, Brian? Yeah, um, everything about the Back to the Future movies just irritates the fuck out of me. And uh, I really dig the Superman movies. As a matter of fact, I just sat through the uh, Superman marathon on Encore this weekend. Well, okay, I got as far as Superman 4, no man should endure that. So I'm going for Lois Lane because, you know, that was that was even scary the first time I saw it in the theater when she's being crushed to death by, you know, falling into a crack in the earth and getting buried alive. And then what happens? Lois isn't supposed to die. Oh, Superman sends the world through a time warp. Wow. Cool. Superman. Woo-hoo. All right. A vote for Lois Lane. Jason. Uh, I'm going to kind of have to agree with uh, Damon on this one in that I don't understand how the whole flying backwards to turn the earth around uh is going to cause time travel also uh once he's done you do that, realize he's... that time travel doesn't really work either way well true but uh i mean did did superman also move the earth back into its position in orbit around the sun that it was in a day before because if not does that mean that the year is going to be one day shorter and is he possibly going to risk destroying the world in 2029 when the apophis asteroid is supposed to uh pass really 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 close so if that's the case you know he kind of might have just ruined the next generation for everybody so thanks a lot superman you're kind of a douche for that (laughs) uh plus anything that you do in a flying time traveling delorean is way cooler than anything that you do that's not in a flying time traveling delorean so i go with back to the future all right back to the future it's all tied up and going to you drunk karen you know who else uses the flying backwards thing to to alter time who's that in the one with the whales. <laughs> yes, he does. Okay, well, so I'm going around backwards. That was just it going really, really fast. It, it doesn't actually matter. Slightly more of a basis in relative. It, it doesn't matter. What, yeah, yeah, it, exactly. It's still ridiculous. There's, there's more of a basis in relativity to go back and bring the whales. <laughs> so, what's your vote? 
Lois. Lois Lane. For the whales. Because so I also want to bring up. Whales die. I also want to bring up that they used that same exact ending again in Superman 2, and that also made it kind of lose a little bit of credibility for me, because it was equally ridiculous both times. That's only in the Donner cut, though. In the original version, they had an even lamer version. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's fine. We are moving on. All right, we've got our next fight. It is Anakin Skywalker versus Ripley from Alien Resurrection. And uh, I am going to go with... Uh, you know what? I I like Anakin. I'm going to go with Anakin as everybody else is taking it as his resurrection, as death of Anakin and the resurrection of uh, Darth Vader. So, or the re- resurrection, yeah, Darth Vader. So I'm going to go Anakin. Uh, Brian. Yeah, you know, generally speaking, I can give less than a fuck about Anakin Skywalker. And uh, as much as I really hated every alien movie since Aliens is, 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 Ripley's was less annoying somehow. I don't know how that happened. So I'm going to go with Ripley. A vote for Ripley. Jason? Uh, yeah, if on the grounds of the Revenge of the Sith ending, uh, I can't possibly vote for the Frankenvader scene. That's ridiculous. Uh, and if you're going to go with the Return of the Jedi one, that's not really a resurrection. That's more of a redemption sort of thing. Uh, so as much as I hate Alien Resurrection, I have to go with Ripley because I can actually see that that corporation would do something like that because they're just completely off their rockers and nuts. So even though the movie sucked, the actual fact of that resurrection happening, in my mind, is better in context of the universe that it's in. All Whereas right. the Darth Vader ones just weren't very well executed. Ripley gets another point. Karen. Uh, Vader, because when he's laying all dead and like with no limbs on the side of the volcano and then they like resurrect him and they put the head on and he goes. That was awesome. (laughs) All right, Mike, it's all tied up going to you. Uh, I'm going to have to give it to Anakin Skywalker because his resurrection is really what makes uh, Star Wars good uh, after that point when he uh, becomes Darth Vader that's when it actually becomes a good series with Ripley well all of her good stuff came before she died so the resurrection kind of just made things worse so I'm going with Anakin All right, that's a good point if you had gone before me I would have also probably voted for Anakin <laughs> Anakin wins and we are moving on Brian this one is yours it is Aslan, what do you got? Aslan, whatever. Aslan. Uh, from the Lion Witch in the Wardrobe versus the One Neo. Um. Well, I want to vote for Aslan, primarily because his death was so freaking horrible. You know, particularly it's like, oh, he's dragged and tortured by all these horrible monstrous creatures in front of two little girls who have to watch and then you know they're getting ready to eat everything and just at the final moment the stone table cracks and Aslan appears yay he's eating people yay so because Aslan's is 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 such you know it's so much more exciting and it's such a great relief to see him return I'm going to go with Aslan all right Jason 
Uh, I don't like that they ended up giving Neo magic powers in the real world, too. I thought that completely ruined the uh, franchise uh, and actually takes away from his death and resurrection in the first movie. Uh, And I'm going to give Aslan a little bit of uh, points for basically being one of the numerous Jesus ripoff resurrections, some of which are actually in this list, but they don't even bother to hide it. Even the author came out and said, no, it's not even an allegory for Jesus. Aslan is Jesus in Narnia. So I'm going to give them points for just being honest and upfront with us and not trying to hide it. Okay, a point for Aslan. Uh, Karen? They do kind of try to hide it. If you've read the whole Chronicles of Narnia... I guess, except for the very beginning of the end where they have Genesis and the, I don't know, whatever the last one is where they fire and burn and kill people. But I still vote for Aslan because, you know, he gets tied down. He allows himself to be tied down by mice and then, uh, you know, crucified by the, the Wicked Witch of the Snow. All right. A vote for Aslan. <laughs> Mike! Well, even though uh, Aslan has uh, already taken it, I'm I'm going to go with Neo. Uh, first off, when he came back, he uh, could do some really badass kung fu, which I think is awesome. And secondly, and I think more importantly, Aslan is a very uh, traditional interpretation of Christ, whereas Neo is very clearly a Gnostic interpretation of Christ. And I think I just have to give a, a shout out to the all the Gnostics who were eradicated in uh, 300 A.D. by the uh, Christian Church. <laughs> okay, that's where the hell did you come up with that from? <laughs> very nice. That was that was really bizarre, <laughs> uh, and it's it's on me. And uh, when we were making up the list people over and over and over again like 20 of the people that we asked said Jesus and we were not going to put Jesus on the list because we are assholes and we would have said something highly inappropriate But yeah, I, I don't want mocking Jesus to be recorded for all posterity exactly for all time on the internet so I, I've got to go with Aslan because it, it, as everyone said he's about as close as you can get to Christian Jesus sorry Neo and we're moving on uh, Jason, this one is yours. It is Captain Jack Harkness from Torchwood and Doctor Who versus Buffy. Well, I, I wanted to go with Buffy simply on the grounds that she's hotter, uh, but I'm actually going to go with uh, Jack Harkness because he was such a beloved character that they actually ended up giving him his own show, uh, which I guess is kind of unfair because Buffy already had her own show, but Harkness got his own show from the resurrection so he wins a vote for captain jack karen uh what were my options captain jack harkness versus buffy oh i kind of like that scene where buffy's like all gold out and sunk in and then resurrects it's a cool resurrection i i don't know how jack resurrects so i'm going with buffy a vote for buffy mike uh, I'm going to go with Buffy on this one. Of of all the resurrections that I've seen, usually the resurrected is happy to be returned to life. But Buffy was really the the lone example I can think of where the person had died and was happy and at peace in heaven when her friend, friends decided to bring her back, rip her away from paradise, and uh, kind of condemn her to a rather horrible life running around killing monsters. 
um, which kind of became the, the central point of that season. So just on the originality of, of actually having someone get resurrected and not be thrilled with it, I'm going to pick Buffy. All right, a vote for Buffy. And I would vote for Captain Jack. I really would. Uh, but if I vote for Captain Jack, it ends up being tied and goes to Brian, who, as we all know, hates Buffy with a passion, and I'm not going to let Buffy go down like that. So i got to give my vote to Buffy. Uh, Brian? Yeah, well, I'm not voting for that bitch. <laughs> um, but and I will say that in all the ways that matter, Jack wins. He would kick Buffy's ass in a fight. He's better looking. Um, he would do more for me sexually, and I'm straight. In all the ways that would, you know, tip the fight. So it wouldn't just be my Buffy hatred this time. I would have legitimate reasons. <laughs> but, but I still hate Buffy, and I would vote for Jack. And unfortunately for you, Buffy wins. Moving on. And uh, Karen, this one is yours. It is Gandalf versus Lord Valdemort. Ouch. Um, I'm going to vote for Voldemort because he resurrects. Like, he holds so tenaciously to life. I guess guess Gandalf does that too, but Voldemort, I don't know. Yeah. Lord Voldemort. All right. (laughs) Uh, Mike. While I I did like Gandalf's death, uh, his resurrection was basically just showing up in a forest wearing white. That really wasn't very interesting to me. Uh, Voldemort's resurrection really is kind of the the heart of of the the large story of Harry Potter, and uh, and I think that's pretty cool. So I'm going Voldemort. Vote for Voldemort. And and you're right, Mike. Uh, Gandalf's death, even though I know people are like, he doesn't die, he doesn't die. You know what? When you watched the the two ta- not two towers, uh, Fellowship of the Ring, you didn't know he didn't die unless you had read the book. And lots and lots of people didn't make it past the first hundred or two pages of that book because it's really, really thick. Or so, if you knew Ian McKellen had signed on for three movies. Well, he, he could have been pulling a, uh, what do you call that, uh, Obi-Wan thing, but I, I digress. He Good point. But even though you didn't know, you didn't know he was coming back, and it was a really cool death. His resurrection was just him. Hey, how the fuck are you? Just showing the fuck up. Everything's fine. And guess what? I'm a little bit more powerful. Lord Voldemort is quite awesome. Uh, he 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 tries everything he can to hold on to life. Every last little bit of it. He kills unicorns, and unicorns, I love them. Uh, he 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 does a lot of horrible, horrible things. Just to try and get back alive, and uh, I, I've got to—I got to give it to Lord Voldemort because when he finally does, he kicks fucking ass. Brian, he doesn't kick ass. As a matter of fact, if there was any ass kicking to be done, Gandalf would wipe the floor with Voldemort. Voldemort is a punk. He's a punk. The only reason he comes off as badass is because everybody else in the Harry Potter book is a pussy. <laughs> so my vote is for Gandalf. Even though he's gone down. Uh, Ian McKellen has gone down. <laughs> Jason? 
Well, uh, I'm also going to vote for Voldemort, but I'm going to take a slightly more literary approach to it. Uh, in my opinion, Gandalf's resurrection kind of devalues the roles of all the other characters in the Lord of the Rings. You've got Aragorn, who's supposed to be this you know leader who's supposed to take charge after Gandalf dies. But then Gandalf just shows up and does all of the things that Aragorn's supposed to do for him. Plus, if you're going to write an anti-war book, which was one of the things that was that the Lord of the Rings was supposed to be, you shouldn't take a main beloved character, kill him, and then resurrect him because that also devalues life and you know takes away from that whole you know war is brutal, people are going to die, it's miserable sort of thing. You know, because it's like oh whoop de doo, the guy died, but he's just going to come back to life. So how does that send anybody an anti-war message? I guess it doesn't. And Lord Voldemort wins. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. Bucky, a.k.a. Captain America, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier versus Doctor Who. You know, in, in every measurable way, it should be Doctor Who. And in all honesty, I, I wish I, I wasn't going first on this one, uh, just because that way I could uh, make sure that Doctor Who wins and moves on, because in many ways he really should. Resurrection is kind of at the heart of his character. But I'm going to throw my vote to Bucky based just on one thing, is he never should have been resurrected. He uh, he was the character that was supposed to stay dead, and he didn't. And the way they brought him back worked so well that uh, even though I kind of hope Doctor Who does move on, I'm going to vote for Bucky anyway. A vote for Bucky. Um, You know, I would vote for Bucky. Because you're right, he he really should not ever have come back. They did a really good job with his coming back, a really, really good job. But he really is one of those characters that should have stayed dead. But there's something about the last resurrection of the Doctor, the last turnover between David Tennant and Matt Smith. And and David Tennant's last lines, I don't want to go. I'm almost in tears. And then, boom, immediately you've got Matt Smith. And at first first second first glance i didn't like him and i didn't know why and then through watching him i realized he i liked him even more than i liked tenant so i've got to go with doctor who brian yeah i gotta i gotta agree with this the sentiment that uh bucky should be dead he should stay dead and if they had done something with him other than make him captain america then I would I could give him my vote because, like Mike said, they did a really good job with his resurrection and making it an integral story, and 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 not making it suck. But then they made him Captain America, and that sort of devalues the whole point of bringing him back. He's no longer his own man. He's supposed to be taking over a legacy, and he's always been Bucky. He should stay Bucky. Plus, I like Doctor Who, so I throw my vote to Doctor Who. A vote to the Doctor. Jason? Wow, I was going to vote Bucky, but that argument that you just made actually makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, I was going to say that I liked that Bucky was resurrected, became a villain, and then you know was a pseudo-villain, then became the hero. But the fact that you say he just picks up on a legacy and doesn't actually become his own hero makes that m- much less significant of a climb uh, so I am actually also going to vote for Doctor Who. All right, another vote for Doctor Who and Drunk Karen. Uh, Doctor Who. I, I'll save my argument for later. All right, saving your Doctor Who argument for the next round. 
And we're at the last fight of this round. It is Karis Race versus Spock. And this one comes to me. And it's Resurrections of all time. And Spock has a really shitty resurrection. I know it's all about Search for Spock, the one movie. He never re- he died, but his Katra was in McCoy, blah, blah, blah. I really, I just, I just don't like it compared to Kara Thrace. Because Kara Thrace is, is, she just shows up. It's kind of similar to Gandalf, but you thought she was dead, and then you find out later that she's, oh, I'm not going to wreck it for now. But I got to go with Kara. Uh, Brian? Spock hater. Spock yeah. hater. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Spock. I don't even need uh, Spock. All right. It's Spock. A vote for Spock. Jason. Uh, so are we not supposed to be throwing out spoilers here? Oh, no. You can throw out spoilers. Oh, okay. Well, then I want to say that I really uh, thought that the first two seasons of Battlestar Galactica were excellent. They were like peak perfect science fiction at its best. Uh, and the show really peaked at the end of the second season. But then – just completely went downhill during the third and fourth season, did a complete nosedive, went from being decent science fiction to being just blatant proselytizing. The plots became insanely obfuscated for the sole purpose of confusing the audiences, and it just got overly ridiculous. But I guess that's what we should expect now that we're in the lost generation. Thanks, J.J. Abrams. Uh, so I cannot vote for Kara Thrace, uh, also because kind of like with Gandalf, she just shows up and then does everybody else's work for them, ends up saving, you know, everybody. And I think that's kind of ridiculous. Uh, whereas Spock, Spock is the heart and soul of Star Trek. You can't have Star Trek without Spock. So if that franchise was going to continue, they needed to bring him back to life because you can't make a star, another Star Trek movie and not have Spock. All right. I'll vote for Spock. Karen. Now I'm torn because resurrected Kara, crazy Kara is so hot. And resurrected Spock is also so hot. Um, man. Do, with, do with what your vagina tells you to do. My vagina would do Kara in a second. Okay, Kara. <laughs> Your vagina says Kara, and it's all tied up and going to you, Mike. Uh, my my love for Star Trek is certainly well known, but in this particular instance, Kara comes back to the uh, sounds of all along the Watchtower, and Spock comes back because of proto matter. Yeah, so uh, as much as I love Spock, uh, that was that was a particularly lame contrived resurrection that existed entirely just because, well, wow, we actually have a chance to keep this going. Um, they shouldn't have killed him in the first place. And if they did, uh, bringing him back was just, uh, just a cheap gimmick. And, uh, I have to go, I have to go for Kara. Kara's race moves on. And we're at the end of this round. Uh, Kenny and Lois, uh, Kenny versus Lois Lane and Ken versus Aslan. Uh, or Ashland, whatever. Buffy versus Lord Voldemort. Uh, Doctor Who versus Kareth Race. And I would start off again, but like we did in a lot, just earlier, we're going to do a quick, uh, you know, what's your geek cred with uh, our, our, our nice little panel here. And we've got Drunk Karen. Drunk Karen, what's your geek cred? I'm a bibliophile. Where, where do you do your bibliophiling? In my bed. Papa <laughs> Smurf. 
No, just kidding. Not with Papa's Bar. But, uh, and I dabble in pretty much everything geeky. I'm, I'm like a real big Doctor Who kick right now. All right. And I have an unfinished Star Trek novella, which will never get finished. I, but it will, I swear, one day. All right. Thank you, Karen. Mr. Townsend, what is your geek cred? Um, let's see. Well, besides my near encyclopedic knowledge of television theme songs between 1964 and 1980. I don't think it's just near. (laughs) It's It's, 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 it's profound. It's full-on encyclopedic knowledge. Well, thank you, sir. I have, uh, let's see, um, television nerd, comic book nerd, audio nerd, computer nerd, uh, just generally nerdy. Don't forget gaming nerd. Oh yeah, gaming nerd. Yeah, so you know, even the even that uh, not only um, computer gaming nerd, but tabletop RPG Dungeons and Dragons style nerd. I'm I'm a nerd's nerd, baby. And uh, what do you do for a living, there, Brian? I'm an uh, elementary school teacher, so I'm I'm a nerd for a living. All right, thanks, uh, Jason. What's your geek cred? Well, uh, I'm a lifelong Trekkie. Uh, I worked at Star Trek The Experience before it closed with you, Damon. It's a lot of fun. That was probably the best job I could have ever wanted to have. I wish it would have lasted longer. Uh, I've been doing video games since as long as I can remember. Uh, I didn't totally geek out in video games until about the PlayStation, though. Uh, so my old school video gaming cred is not, uh, not as high as I would like it to be. Uh, but comic books, science fiction, Star Wars, uh, the Beatles, I mean, everything that could possibly be geeky in just about every category you can think of, I'm a geek in. Uh, even, you know, sports and football. You know, I can geek out about football for hours on end. So, you know, I kind of consider myself a little bit of a jack-of-all-trades, kind of, in a lot of areas. And what do you do for a living, sir? Uh... To further my geek cred, I'm actually a computer software engineer. Oh, cool beans. All right. That's uh, get to know your geek or what's your geek cred. And uh, we are moving on into the next round. Uh, We're going to go right up to the top with, oh, hmm, Brian. This one is yours. (laughs) It is Kenny Kenny versus Lois Lane. Oh, geez. These are two of my picks from the previous round. Uh... Yeah, Lois was was emotionally touching, but Kenny is just awesome. I gotta go with Kenny. A vote for Kenny, Mike. Oh, sorry, Jason. Uh, I've also got to stick with Kenny uh, again, just because I don't like the whole time traveling mechanic from Superman. I think it's just stupid, and I can't vote for it. All right, Karen. I can make a sound a whale makes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lois. <laughs> Vote for Lois, okay? Mike? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Kenny. Um, by the end, not only had they become nonchalant about Kenny's death, then they actually had the one episode where Kenny dies of uh, some illness, where that became the kind of core of the episode. So uh, just because his, his death has ranged from... You know, the, a core tragic moment to, uh, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. Oh, yeah, you bastards. Um, he's run the gamut. Sorry, I do <laughs> You're going with Kenny. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Kenny as well. Uh, 
point, mostly because Mario Kitty Kidder is an ugly bitch, and I wish she would have stayed dead, and they would have gotten a new Lois Lane because I, I really can't stand how she looks. But um, also because Kenny does stay dead, he isn't really resurrected. He's uh, he's his own brother. Every time he dies, his mother is already pregnant, and she names the newest boy Kenny in honor of his dead brother. So I got to go with Kenny. And Kenny wins, and we're moving on. Uh, Jason, this one is yours. It is Anakin Skywalker versus Aslan. I uh, I voted for the Jesus metaphor once. I'm not going to do it again, so this time I'm going to vote for Anakin. A vote for Anakin. Karen? What are my options? Anakin Skywalker versus Aslan. Aslan. Vote for Aslan. Mike? You know... Even though, uh, as Anakin, he is voiced by... I don't even care who that guy's name is. Uh, as Darth Vader, he's James Earl Jones. And Aslan is Liam Neeson. Um, so I'm going to vote for James Earl Jones and vote for Anakin. A vote for Anakin. Um, you know what? I, in honor of Jesus, I'm going to vote for Aslan. Just to keep Jesus alive on this board... So he can be possibly resurrected. Brian, it's all tied up. Going to you. Hallelujah. Yeah, are you Jesus. going to kill Jesus? <laughs> I am Jesus not. wins. Jesus wins? Jesus wins. Aslan was always one of my favorite characters growing up. I liked who he is, and I like what he did. And, I, you know, I guess it's the product of my Catholic school upbringing. But, you know, he gets my vote. All right. Aslan into the final four. Uh, Karen, this one is yours. It is Buffy versus Lord Voldemort. That one's easy. Lord Voldemort. <laughs> Lord Voldemort gets a vote. Mike? Uh, I'm going to stick with Buffy. Um, if for no other reason, then she is hotter. Okay, Buffy is hotter than Lord Voldemort. Well, no. No. She's not. Um, I'm going to go with Lord Voldemort. Uh, just the... the when you read the book, the scene is a thousand times scarier when he's got Harry Potter and he's already killed, uh, what's his name from Twilight? I can't remember his name. Cedric but Diggory. Cedric Diggory. He's already killed Cedric and he's gloating about it and he's getting ready to kill Harry, but he wants Harry to, to see some horrible fucking shit before he do- does. And this is, this is his actual resurrection back into a body for himself. So I got to go with... Uh, Tom Riddle himself, Lord Voldemort. Brian? Oh, wow. Uh, you know, these... Oh, I I hate these two guys. These guys are, are two nut-nut-nut-nuts. Um, however, I suppose I hate Voldemort less than I hate Buffy, and I think you make a good good argument in that, that scene in the, in the Goblet of Fire where he is just, you know, you know spewing all over himself at his victory over uh, Harry Potter. That was pretty scary, and that was kind of cool. And and nothing about Sarah Michelle Gellar as Buffy was cool. So there you go, Voldemort. A vote for Voldemort. Jason? Uh, I'm also going to go with Voldemort. Uh, again, possible spoiler alert here, but I've never read Harry Potter, but I did read that he actually kills Harry Potter, right? Uh, Yeah, he does. Yeah, and any time the villain kills the hero to resurrect himself, that's got to get you something. Well, not to resurrect himself. He just he just kind of stabs him in the hand and steals some of his blood. He does. Oh. He kills him later on. 
Oh, then in that case, I, I misread the Wikipedia article. But still, when you kill the hero, you get instant villain victory points. So that's going to carry him through this round at least. All right, Lord Voldemort, Tom Riddle into the final four. Mike, this one is yours. It is Doctor Who versus Kara Thrace. Uh, I'm going to stick with, with Kara. Uh, I, I actually have to disagree with Jason about the, the Battlestar Galactica decline in the last two seasons. Um, while certainly there were there were some rough patches, I, I really liked the kind of strange direction that it took and thought it was quite ballsy for a show that was seen as such a hard sci-fi show to really kind of just go balls out into a, a mystical, spiritual place. And uh, when when Kara comes back, she uh, she's an angel. And, you know, most of the times that Doctor Who came back with, maybe the exception of the last two, uh, not being an, an old Doctor Who fan, uh, he came back as a, just kind of a lame British dude. So I'm going to stick with Kara. Uh, vote for Kara. Um... I like the Doctor a lot, though. I like the Doctor as as a concept, as a character, a lot. But Kara is, uh, Kara is an alien and... Alien, sorry, an angel. And I like how th- there's that big question mark at the end of what actually what, what she was actually. She she was crazy. She she led him to Earth. She led him to both Earths. Uh, her, her crazy ship. Uh, you know what? I gotta go Kara. Brian? Well, uh, part of my substantial geek cred is the fact that I've seen 99% of Doctor Who since the 1960s. Uh, My first episode was the one where John Pertwee dies and regenerates. And and I was like, what the hell? And, and, And that sort of got me hooked on the whole Doctor Who thing. I've seen the I've seen just about everything up until and including most of Matt Smith. And I liked the Doctor. And by the time Kara died, I was just really sick of that bridge. Oh my god, she was on my nerves. So, Doctor Who gets my vote. A vote for the Doctor. Jason? Yeah, I was also kind of sick with Kara, as well as everything that was going on in Battlestar Galactica by that point in the fourth season. Uh, And just the same thing that I said about Gandalf, I don't like the fact that she just magically comes back out of nowhere and then does everybody else's job for them. Why do we even need the other 15 characters in the show if you're just going to bring somebody else back to life and uh, have them solve everything? Especially considering that they were introducing new characters every two or three episodes, but then none of them ends up being worth anything at all. So I just don't like Kara. I'm not going to vote for her. Even though I have absolutely no investment in Doctor Who, I'm going to vote for Doctor Who just because I don't want to see Kara Thrace move on. All right, it's all tied up and going to you, Karen. All right, it's going to be Doctor Who because um, the long scarf is really sexy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got our final four. It is Kenny versus Aslan, uh, Lord Voldemort versus Doctor Who. Jumping right in, it's going to me. Uh, Kenny versus Aslan. I I like Jesus a lot. Well, no, I like I like lion Jesus. I'm so so about actual Jesus. Um, I'm gonna go with lion Jesus though. Brian, this is this is this is a tough call. This is a tough tough call. Lion Jesus or Kenny? Uh, well. 
What can I say? I, I, I have to get my vengeance on the nuns somehow, so I'm going to vote for Kenny. A vote for Kenny. Jason. I like that attitude, Brian. I am also going to vote for Kenny uh, again because I, I'm not going to vote for the Jesus metaphor more than once in this uh, contest. But also because, you know, Kenny does something that even Jesus can't do. And that was reach the tender, sensitive side of Satan while he was dead. Uh, and, and if he can make Satan go to heaven to ask God for advice uh, and Jesus can't do that, then, uh, you, you know, I mean, that, that, just, that just makes Kenny awesome. Even when he's dead, he's changing the world. All right, a vote for Kenny. Karen? We'll never vote for Kenny. Because all he did was die and then die and then die. He was never really resurrected. So, Aslan. All right. It's all tied up going to you, Mike. Uh, I'm going to have to give it to Kenny. Um, Aslan came back one time. And Kenny, depending on which website you go to, came back somewhere between 101 and 130 times. So, uh... To me, that is also a, a metaphor for reincarnation. So it's also a battle between Eastern and Western spiritualism. And uh, I think I'm going to vote for the uh, the West, the Eastern spiritualism, and vote for Kenny. All right, wow, Kenny, like you are going all kinds of philosophical on us tonight. <laughs> Kenny into the finals. Uh, Karen, this one is yours. It is Lord Voldemort, Tom Riddle versus the Doctor. Uh, again, the doctor, uh, Lord Voldemort, yes, his, his, he has this resurrection and he plans his life around being resurrected. Um, but for the doctor, that is life. It's something he has to deal with. It's a challenge rather than um, it just a stopper for death. He has no choice. Um, so I vote for the doctor. Vote for the Doctor, Mike. Uh, I'm I'm going to vote for Doctor Who as well because uh, I I actually have a theory that that Kenny's multiple resurrections may actually make him a Time Lord as well. So uh, I'd like to see him go against Doctor Who in the finals. You know, <laughs> that is that is a really good logic. I like that, but I'm still going to go with Lord Voldemort because. He kills uh, what's his name from Twilight, so Edward. So I, I've got I've got just just for that when he resurrects himself, he kills Edward from Twilight, right? Edward, yeah. So I gotta go with him, Brian. Yeah, well, at this point, um, Voldemort's evil and a loser. I can't stand him at the end of the day, and I still love me the Doctor. So I, the Doctor gets my vote. All right, the doctor gets another vote. Jason? I've never read Harry Potter. I don't plan to anytime soon. I've never watched Doctor Who, but I would like to watch it at some point, so I'm going to go with Doctor Who. Killing the hero can only get you so far in my mind. All right, Doctor Who moving on into the final, and it's down to it. We've got Kenny versus the doctor. Brian, this one is yours. You know, I'm 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 very intrigued by Mike's um, uh, supposition that Kenny may actually be some form of Time Lord, because you are talking about two characters who are resurrected 
seemingly infinitely, infinitely. Um, and, and, and even though I like Kenny because he's an obnoxious little shit, the doctor is, is, is much more of a heroic character. As a matter of fact, he is actually one of my heroes. And so at the end of the day, I'm going to uh, support one of my heroes by voting for the doctor. Vote for the doctor, Jason. You know, I, I'm actually kind of wondering if uh, if it's possible that Matt Stone and Trey Parker might actually uh, hear this episode and decide, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we made an episode of South Park and cast Kenny in the role of Doctor Who? Did a Doctor Who spoof? Uh, that might be kind of interesting. Um, I am going to go with Kenny because that's South Park is the franchise that I have all of my time invested into. I haven't watched any of Doctor Who yet. Uh, and uh, also because there are two episodes relating to Kenny's death that stand out for me. One of them is the Shakey's Pizza one, which I think was referenced earlier, where Kenny's death is a major point of the episode, but in the end, Cartman just uses it because he wants to clone a Shakey's Pizza, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, And then the other one was the Ladder to Heaven episode, where the boys want to build a ladder to go up to heaven to get Kenny because Kenny was holding on their coupon for a shopping spree at a candy store. Uh, so I, I think Kenny is a very, very valuable character to these boys, even though he uh, uh, tends to get ignored and they just dismiss his uh, death. Uh, but he's just going to keep coming back and they're just going to be friends forever. Uh, nothing's ever going to change that. So I'm going to vote for Kenny. All right. Kenny gets another vote. Well, Kenny gets his first vote. Karen. Kenny doesn't even belong on this show. He has lots and lots and lots of really saw-like deaths. They they come up with lots of gore porn for him to die. But the fact is that his resurrection is never spectacular. It's not even cool. He's just there again. He just refuses to die. He's like the Jason Voorhees of cartoons. Whereas Doctor Who transforms... He he has a resurrection every time, and not it's a this amazing thing. It's like he's a butterfly inside of a cocoon, inside of a butterfly, inside of a cocoon, and who knows where that's going to end up. So, Doctor, going with the Doctor, Mike. Doctor Who won best science fiction TV show. Yes, he won sexiest. Male character? Yes. No, he didn't. Didn't he? Didn't. No. Oh, that was, that was uh, Ron Weasley. No, no it, Ron wasn't. Weasley. it was it Brad was Pitt. The- Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Pitt. Oh, well, he almost won. Um, fucking sexy. I, as much as I do like Doctor Who, uh, his his dominance in the geek fights has been uh, has been too strong. I think um, he needs to be stopped. Uh, I, we need to give this victory to an American and not to uh, a, a pasty limey, uh, with all apologies if we have any British listeners. Uh, I'm sure we don't after this. Um, so I have to make a stand for the USA and uh, and pick Kenny. Yeah, vote for Kenny. It's all tied I up. How, I love how you go from metaphysics to just blatant nationalism. That's amazing, Mike. <laughs> 
And you know what, Mike? You're right. USA! USA! And that's why my vote goes to the doctor, because USA is kind of, we're all dicks. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are. <laughs> doctor, I love you. Please come take me in your TARDIS. I would love to travel the universe with you. Please, if you hear when me. You, when you're in a TARDIS, you're not black. Uh, no, you're still black. It's unfortunate. Hey, Rose's boyfriend was black. Uh, Mickey wasn't, well, he was. He wasn't black, he was. He was. Martha wasn't black until the TARDIS turned off. Then when the TARDIS turned off, then all of a sudden people noticed she was black again. Oh, that's right. They did. Uh, Why do you have to notice this? Because we just got done recording uh, best, uh, well, listening to best token minority. (laughs) That's what happens. We get kind of racist when we do that. (laughs) But we've got our champion for best resurrection. It is the doctor. Doctor Who himself, 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 and himself. Was that 11? I think it was 11 because he's resurrected. Oh, wait, he's only resurrected ten times. They're 11 doctors. Well, then it's a good thing Kenny didn't win, because you would have had to do that a hundred times. Uh, I wouldn't have done that a hundred times. I would have just done it once. But <laughs> the doctor did win. And uh, it's, a, it's a really nice companion going along with... Superman. For best death. Don't you think? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually a, a, a little intrigued by the strange parallels between Doctor Who and... Superman. But... I'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Karen? Um. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Yes. I am doing on the Geek Fights Facebook page, whenever I find a geek fight on the internet, I put that up there. So if you like geek fights on Facebook, you'll see lots of interesting stuff pop up there. Thank you very much, Karen. Brian? Uh, no, I don't have anything to plug as of yet. Though, if anybody is interested in having 3D renderings done of their City of Hero character or any other characters, you can contact me at my email. It's uh, btownsend64 at gmail.com. I work cheap. All right, Jason, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, sure. I'd actually like to throw a shout out to a, a website, www gameobserver.com it's a uh, relatively new video game reviewing site that has uh, a lot of user generated content reviews on it uh, and uh, I've been posting some reviews on there as an editor my most recent one was for Civilization 5 so I hope that everybody listening to this podcast who actually has an interest in video games uh, checks out the site at some point and uh, you know post some content on there alright cool uh I'd like to thank TrekCast for airing my crazy trivia, Mania.com, for having an awesome geek site. For all things Trek, look no further than SubspaceCommunicate.com and Subspace Communique's awesome uh, new podcast, Life After Trek. Uh, and, of course, Jarrett Formby for the pimped-out intros that he has on our show. Mike? Uh, you can find me every week on the Zod Complex podcast at ZodComplex.com. Uh, you can... Email us at geekfights at gmail.com. You can find us on the internet at www.geekfights.net. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're Geekfights, or you can become a fan on Facebook. Just look for Geek, Geek Fights. Damon? Yeah, and don't look for us at geekfights.com because that's just a LARPing site, and uh, we, it seems kind of crazy when you go there. Uh, but if you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us. All it really takes is a headset and Skype to join the Legion of Geeks! 
our upcoming battles. I had them written down somewhere. Ah, there they are. Uh, the next two battles are best TV super, uh, best superhero TV show, and breast crime lord or greatest crime lord. I don't know how. Breast crime, crime lord. Yes, this is about uh, women. Yes, all about women crime lords and the crime. That would be that Shelley is. Winters as Big Bad Mama. <laughs> Uh, if you have any ideas, send them in. All ideas are welcome because Best Crime Lord is uh, – I can't remember who did that. I think that's King something. I sent him an email earlier. Uh, but all ideas are welcome. And until next time, keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers. Trying to convince everybody to go to the titty bar with him. Let's yeah. go oh, right now. I think it'll be, it'll be open till two. Like twenty or twenty-five. At, uh, at, um, See the okay. BTS and Pantheon, you have to pay like twenty and twenty-five bucks to get to the back, but then it's twenty-five bucks for every dance, which yeah. kind of sucks. But then the girls are kind of dirty, and they're gonna suck things and pull things out. You know, whatever. That's you know, whatever. Do you decide? Hey Juan, uh, does your uh, does your special lady friend listen to the show? No. Okay, good. Then I can put all this stuff about you wanting to go to the city bar <laughs> at the end. Motherfucker, no!